What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Joystick Chronicles podcast. Today, we got two big updates to both Warzone and Elden Ring. We're going to dive into the details, so let's get started. in your chair like that oh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> trying to stretch the back i feel like you know i love the battle station but i'm in it so many hours a day now that i might invest in a new chair maybe yeah i feel that i really really at some point want to get a herman miller chair they're just so expensive as do i so we'll see how that you know uh, what? We'll, we'll see how that pans out <laughs> While we're on the topic, and not to get immediately off topic, I'm just curious how much. Oh my gosh, they're so expensive. Yeah. Honestly, this chair looks very similar to what chair I have right now. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, although it may look similar, it is not similar. Uh, the chair that I have was a uh, shout out to Hershey. Um, it was one of our office chairs. I was told that they were, when they bought them, they were $500 a piece. So. Oh, if it was like an actual like corporate office chair, then I'm sure it's a pretty nice one. Pretty good. Except a few years old and a lot of people sat in it. So yeah. mine is a nice little staples, like $150 chair. It's comfortable for now, but like after I've sat in it for, you know, like 10 to 12 hours of after a full day of work and then gaming for a while, it's like, <laughs> I feel that. I definitely that's, feel that. <laughs> that's the difference now. It's like, yeah, ten to twelve hours. Ten to twelve hours for work, and then if we play, which is not a whole lot, like it's not extremely often, but like tonight, we're doing the podcast, and then playing after probably. So at least I am. That's another few hours. It's a sixteen-hour day in the chair. Yeah, it'll it'll get you. So it's definitely worth, at least in my opinion, to invest in a good chair because ultimately you're investing in your body at that point. You know what? This is a good opportunity for anybody listening. If you got any chair suggestions or anybody that like is currently experiencing a good chair and can give a recommendation, please give it to us. That'd be great. Hit I like us. firsthand experience. Hit us with it. I've got a coworker who has the, the Herman Miller Logitech and body chair. I'm like, you are just goals right now. That's what I is want. it like seventeen hundred dollars? Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> like, I would love that. <laughs> Maybe we could find it on like Facebook Marketplace. I've looked. You can't. <laughs> we'll we'll see though. Maybe you get lucky one of these days. Um but okay. Well, not to start, you know, terribly off topic because that's just what you do is just absolutely derail us, but that's fine. Uh welcome well, back. We didn't have an intro today, so okay. we we didn't have that slotted. So we we'll, we'll just you know slide that into the intro. We're just riffing off the top. Start how, gaming chairs. We're we're riffing off the top, and that's what we do best here. So I'm fine with it. Okay, so do you want to go into to our first topic of the day in our gaming headlines? Oh, we're just gonna roll right in this, and this is just a, go into it. This is one that has been developing really since just like this morning, and it's not really gaming. It's more entertainment and, and you love I, him and i just get a big kick out of it so t-pain as i'm sure a lot of people have seen today has blown up on uh tiktok because he's scheduling a tour well he has a tour scheduled and he was put out a tiktok today and just said like 
here's like each week the tour team meets and we send out the spreadsheet on all that. And he calls out Dallas, Texas, because in the I can even pull this up in the graphic on the spreadsheet that they have. Uh, Dallas is like 26% tickets sold, whereas there's some like LA, Chicago, Richmond, Virginia are all at 100%. And it's like oh. Boston's 88%. Um, like Atlanta's pretty low at 45, but Dallas is the lowest at 26. And he goes, What the fuck, Dallas? <laughs> <laughs> and so he calls out Dallas, Texas hard. And apparently, a lot of people have responded to his TikTok and uh, just to him in general for this, like from Dallas, and they've given him the feedback of, you know, the the concert is not necessarily in the greatest area. So I think that's the the main reason why ticket sales are pretty low. But he's just like, you know, I've developed this great, great relationship with Dallas and in the city and the people. And what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And uh, he put out a tweet. Just uh, at, what was this like five thirty? So two hours ago, not even mm-hmm. two hours. Uh, and he's, he says, all right, so I'm gathering from all the responses that the spot they put me in for the tour date in Dallas doesn't have a super dope reputation. Uh, do I need, yeah. to, do I need to make them move to the show to a new diff or to it? I can't speak today. Do I need to make them move the show to a different spot or city? Yeah. Uh, so I think it's just cool that he's actually taking the feedback to heart and is like possibly making a change just based. That's actually crazy. Cause y- you would know this too. Like. Don't they have they would have contracts for that oh, yeah. specific venue, wouldn't they? Oh yeah. This if he if he pulls something like this, he's definitely gonna have to pay a premium to get out of that contract. And the But I mean that venue's gonna absolutely hate him. If it's at like thirty percent though, and like if they're on thirty percent ticket sales, say they sell another seventy percent of that, uh they'd probably make that back and more playing at another venue. People actually want to go there. Yeah, you just also have to keep in mind of like all the different forecasting that they do just in a, from a revenue perspective for all these shows that like they're also already taking in the a high ticket sale percentage into account for their mm. their projections. So he I would imagine if he switches, he'll have to pay a uh some sort of termination fee uh mm. and then sign on with a new venue. So I mean like it's possible that he loses money on Dallas because of that, but also like he's fine. He has all of these other cities that he's going to be doing his tour in. It's like he'll still oh, yeah. be making money off of the tour. And he'll uh, probably just be streaming in between too. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> sure he'll have a mobile uh, streaming setup. Um, but I just, I thought this was really cool. This is a great example of a very very large personality and celebrity who is actually like taking feedback from social media and possibly acting on it i guess we'll we'll see how this plays out but i thought it was really interesting pretty cool uh you know i like t-pain i feel like t-pain as a personality has really branded himself well i've always been a big fan of his i mean for the music standpoint it was like i like his music but just yeah. him, him as a person and his personality i think he is like just very entertaining in everything that he does like there will be nights where if i'm just like bored at home alone and and christy's not home like i'll i'll throw up twitch and just like throw his stream on and just like sit there and watching whatever he's doing like he's like such a he's hanging out like he'll be reviewing people's art or just like making music on stream it's like that is what i like just pure entertainment yeah 
just you like watching his just like normal life. <laughs> yeah. Like he could just throw up a just chatting stream and I would be fine watching it. It's mm-hmm. like cool. I think he's mm-hmm. a great personality. Um, so yeah, um I thought that was cool, so I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, it was neat. Well, in other actual gaming news, uh, I want to refer to a tweet that you sent me and I've done a whole lot of uh research on it, but I will say the initial picks made me excited with Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars is making, well, not Star Wars, but there is a Star Wars video game being created. I don't know who it's, do you know who's making it? Um, Skydance, I believe, is the, the developer. Skydance New Media. Um, it's very initial phases right now. I think it was literally just announced today. Um, but it's in partnership with Lucasfilm Games, um, which I think is a huge W because it's coming straight, oh, yeah. straight from the IP owner. Um, so you know that Star Wars is just going to be represented well in general. So I think I think this has a lot of potential to be really cool, similar to like a Hogwarts Legacy where they're working directly with the company. What's uh, Warner Bros, I think, is is Harry Potter. Um, so I think this could be a really cool one. So, um, and Amy Hennig, who is the creator of the Uncharted series, her studio is Skydance. So she's the one that's in charge of that. Which Uncharted games are very successful and popular. So if they have the backing of a, of a reputable studio, I think this is a very high potential game. Especially just with Star Wars, Star Wars in general, anything Star Wars related, pretty much nine times out of ten is going to perform well. You know, um, the only Star Wars game that I played, and I don't know if you remember this, but uh, do, do you remember Jay Kuntia? I do. <laughs> Jay, Jay was obsessed with Star Wars. I don't know if you remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. Like obsessed, and. Uh, we used to, I, I went over to his house and we used to play, uh, God, I can't remember which one it was. I played one N64 game. It might've been Battlefront, but that game was nuts. I will say like these games that are ba- like games based on movies have been like the ones coming out now are really, really cool, especially with Star Wars being like, so Star Wars is like a, a fixture in our lives growing up oh, as yeah. like it yeah. with like talking about movies, like everyone our age, like, I don't know what like age range, but obviously like there's the star whole star Wars world. And like, it's a, it's a craze almost, or was a craze in, in a lot of ways. I mean, they're still making movies, but uh, that like Harry Potter and like, I think, I think these uh, developers making games based on movies is pretty pretty freaking cool especially with the ability of like the next gen graphics and stuff like that too uh matt just mentioned that respawn um who is the creator of apex is doing fallen order 2 uh which i think will also be a very good game Star star wars just in general i think is has a lot of potential because they could take it so many different directions where it's like you have like that sword aspect of it with the lightsabers and you could strictly go that direction um or you could have the the first person shooter 
and go the gunplay. Mm-hmm. All of that, I think, is just so many different dynamics in one game that you really don't find in a lot of or really any other games because yeah, it's like you have to pick one era essentially where it's like you have you think of like an Assassin's Creed and that is like all hand-to-hand combat like there's no guns or anything really in Assassin's Creed with the exception of like one or two specialty items um, so it has an opportunity to to mend all of that together and I think if done well, it could be extremely successful. So I'm excited to see how this one comes to life uh, because Star Wars Battlefront and Battlefront 2 were one of my, or I guess technically two of my favorite games, but like the two of those games, counting those as one for PlayStation growing up on the PS2, like those were huge. I played those oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, uh uh-huh. We'll we'll have to keep an eye on it because now I'm curious. It's like Harry Potter got delayed. Well, I like I have no idea what the timeline is on the Star Wars one, but uh, we'll we'll be following it. We'll keep an eye on it. They just released like a couple pictures, really. uh, So don't know a whole lot yet, but uh, I'm sure, you know, keep an eye on it. Yeah, this will be a fun one. And I think very similar, at least in my mind. I will just naturally almost compare this to Hogwarts Legacy because I see like both of the franchises growing up like these were my childhood yeah Potter. <laughs> so it's like from a nostalgia standpoint like these will be compared in my mind so okay we for, we for sure will be talking about this. i need i need to ask you this now that i'm thinking about it okay is christy a big um star wars or harry potter fan um more harry potter but i got her into star wars so she is now a fan of Star Wars. So You've done a lot of good work there. I've done a lot of really good work. Um, I Not to pat myself on the back too much, but I sat her down one day, and I actually think this was during the pandemic, and I said, okay, we're watching Star Wars. I Like, you're doing this? Yeah. And she was like, okay. So we watched all of them in, we did it in, like, timeline order, not... Like production I want, order. I started to do that, and I I couldn't keep my own attention span. I've seen most of them, just not like in chronological yeah. or well, timeline order. They weren't made in that order, so right. So I and I told her from the start, I was like, the first three are gonna be like new movies, and then we're gonna go back in time, and production level is gonna be totally different. But you just have to oh, think yeah. of it as a, from a storyline perspective. And I'm really glad that we did it that way because then. She just it naturally can like, pick up on what was happening. Yes. And like naturally when we're watching movies, the girl asks a lot of questions. Like, <laughs> even if it's a movie, neither of us have ever seen. She's asking me questions and I yeah. sometimes have to pause the movie and be like, I'm experiencing this the same as you. Please just shut up and watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so it was actually really good from a timeline perspective for her to just kind of experience it that way. Um, we actually did the exact same thing with Marvel and we watched all oh, of the Marvel yeah. movies in chronological order, uh, waiting from the, for from the Marvel timeline. And I also really enjoyed that. I'm waiting for Matt to pipe in here and, um, just poke at me because he gets really mad that I haven't watched all of the Marvel movies. <laughs> you should honestly, we- I've seen a lot of them. I just, yeah. I couldn't, I, Here's the thing. I don't know what it is about me with movies. I don't know if I just like 
it's more of a passive thing for me. So I don't actively follow like the storylines and really connect between movies. And like Matt is a movie buff and history buff. So he like pays attention to the storylines and the characters and the like between every single movie and like the actors that are in there. I'm like, I don't follow that closely. I just like to watch the movie and it's, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm like the happy medium between that. Um, yeah. Whereas like, I don't necessarily get super deep into like the actual lore and the backstory and everything with some of these movies. But like from the storyline perspective, that's where I do pay attention and I do like want it to make sense in my mind. And it's like when you're watching Marvel movies, like I just remember like watching them all growing up and I, I never thought anything of it because I was never huge into the comics where it's like, you're watching Iron Man and you don't necessarily think about how Iron Man relates to Thor or any of that until you watch the Avengers versus when you are watching it, knowing that they're in chronological order, everything makes sense from each Mm -hmm. one. And you pick up on the things that you didn't necessarily pick up on previously for like how all the different storylines actually do relate. And it's a lot of fun to go back and, and experience that. Yeah, like I bet that's fun. I just have not gotten myself to do that. Um, but the reason I ask you is because about Christie's because uh, you may know this, but other people listening might not know. Um, Kelsey did Irish dance growing up, and Irish danced forty hours a week. So like yes. she, like when she wasn't dancing, she was you know either in school or doing her homework. So she like missed out on so many movies, like doesn't really care about Harry Potter, like has not seen all of them. I got her through like the first two to three. <laughs> and then I see Matt, Matt typing. Um, but uh, she, I don't know. She, she's like a scaredy cat too. So like she got to uh, prisoner of Azkaban and like was too afraid. Cause you know, that's a, that's a dark movie yeah, with serious like, black and like, that's exactly where this, the series starts to get darker. Oh yeah. Um, and then, um, so anyway, I couldn't get her all in that. I'm sure she hasn't watched Star Wars. So that's I, why I was asking you. I, was just I, would be, I would be pretty shocked. Um, and Matt, I do agree with you on the Marvel games uh, or the Avenger games that none of them oh. are really all that great. Yeah. Spider-Man is cool. Um, I haven't played the new Spider-Man. Spider-Man was great. I played Spider-Man. I played it on PS. I played it on PS2, which would have been that the same one. I think it's the Amazing Spider-Man. Um, video I don't game. know. That's, that's, awesome. that's the one that I played on uh, PS2, and I did like that one a lot. But there was one, actually, I think it was an X-Men game that mm. I used to love playing. It was we probably played it together. I mean, probably at some point I actually used to play it at my dad's all the time. And my stepmom was actually also like a she's a big superhero fan and like Harry mm-hmm. Potter, Pirates of the Caribbean, Star Wars, all of that. Like her and I just kind of like bonded on that when I was growing up. So she would actually play the X-Men game with me sometimes. Yeah. Um, and so that was also a lot of fun. Um, so that one, yeah, from a video game standpoint, I don't think the Avengers have ever really done a great job. I know there's one current game, current Avengers game, 
um, that's out right now that I don't think is great. I haven't yeah. seen like awesome reviews of it. I know there is a following for it. I just personally don't know a ton about it. Um, and then there were two other Marvel things that I wanted to touch on. Oh, um, ironically enough, actually, I'm very excited for the newest Marvel movie that's coming out, um, Doctor Strange, Multiverse mm. of Madness. And I actually won two tickets uh, to go see it on Twitter. <laughs> oh. Um, from, have you ever heard of the, the Twitter account Culture Crave? I think you sent me this. Yeah, they... It's a podcast. Uh, that's how it started. And it's actually Deserto who owns them. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was like one of the retweet to enter. And I ended up winning tickets to that. So that's cool. So that's Christy, sweet. Christy and I get to go see the new Doctor Strange, which I'm excited about. Because this, oh, be cool. this is the movie that essentially like fully sets up phase four of Marvel. Oh. Um, so it like brings the new like all of the new phase kind of sets everything up, opens it up into that. So, um, and I just like Dr. Strange in general. I feel like Dr. Strange is one of like those sleeper characters that Mm -hmm. doesn't get enough credit. So, uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. Well, um, we're going to have to see, you're going to have to let me know how the movie is because uh, inevitably it'll drop and then you guys will watch it and talk about it. And then it'll be like six months later and then I'll be like, you know, and then then you'll finally see it. Yeah. I'll watch it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know Matt and I are both watching Moon Knight right now too. And you're like super lost on any of those discussions that we have. No, no. Can we get to my favorite and probably maybe one of the most, it's not funny, I guess. I guess I haven't really, (laughs) I haven't looked at it too much, but can we talk about ninjas rebrand? Yeah. Ninja or ninjoy? You got you to gotta clarify nowadays. Okay. For those that haven't seen it, please. Are you going to pull it up? Yeah, it's up on screen. I have, okay. I have his, I guess, technically now old branding up. Um, so I'm going to let you just take this over. Hold on. I can, I can send you, I can send you the. Uh, no, I've, I've got it. I've got that side by side. I'm not showing the new one yet. I just, oh. I just need you to talk about this and then I will, I'll give you the. Okay. The okay. I, I, I keep mine. I'm delayed on the stream, so I can't see it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. And I'm curious. So I'm curious where he's going with this. Ninja has officially rebranded. Um, for you know, a lot of you, I think in, in general, like Ninja's brand has been like obviously in some ways geared toward kids, and and like a, in a lot of ways. So I'm very curious if like. He is going towards something different. Why? Why? Because it looks like shit. Okay. See, you're you're like a lot closer to this because you were in you're like what you did you major in marketing? Well, you're in sports marketing, but uh, you're a lot closer to this than than I would be. Uh, it it it's different, but it looks like Ninjoy. So. In my personal opinion, Ninja had some of the greatest branding for a creator. Just like in general, I think that. Well, there's something that made him stick out, man. Like, well, and this was even after he really blew up. Um, I wanted to pull up. His actual branding, 
And well, I guess it's going to be tough for me to find right now. So I'll just keep this up. But I think from just a, a marketing perspective of himself, I feel like his logo was perfect for his brand. The text that he has. It, for me, I feel like it just like screams ninja of like mm-hmm. gets the point across of like Who trying he is. to be like a ninja, but also like is distinctive enough to just like match his own brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he's always had that blue and yellow. And so it sticks with that theme. And like his stream graphics were great. And I don't know. I just think he. He didn't need this. Yeah, he didn't need it. And Jake Lucky, whose tweet I've got up right now, he (laughs) says this right now or right in his own responses. And he says, personally, I think Ninja was a victim of an already good looking brand and logo and rebrand was likely to fall short of expectations. And I completely agree with him because I think his branding was awesome. Um, And the way that they went. I get the logo because it's like his head. In his blue hair, that's spiky. The, his other the logo, old or the new? The new one. It yeah. looks kind of like the Adidas logo a little bit. Um, can, you, can you pull that one up? Yeah, I've got it up right now. It's a little, okay, it's a little weird. I get. It's very, yeah. it's very minimal, and, and they're going for like the minimal aesthetic here, but also like, what are you doing? Um, with the with the way that font looks, because they go from like within the word ninja they go from like kind of a thinner line to a thick to thin to thick and and then the a i think that's what's messing up the the, it's creating this aesthetic that looks like an o and an i separately yeah the the text in and of itself it's weird that you've got four letters that are all capitalized and then you only have the a that is lowercase that's yeah yeah the font is just awful and it's like, why, why are you bolding the I and the J? Like, what's the, there has to be a story behind the decision that was made in that. And like, that's where the story does not come across. Yeah. Like you're getting, you're thinking about it too much almost. Whereas the old branding, I think is just far forward, far and away better. Um, at yeah. least in my mind. So <laughs> trending on Twitter, of course, is Ninjoy because that lowercase <laughs> a Looks like an OI. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. I looked at the trending page today and saw Ninjoy. I was like, oh, this should be good. Oh, Matt, Matt said the logo isn't bad. Should have kept the previous textile. Yeah, I mean, the logo is not bad, but his previous logo was a lot better than the new one anyway. So if you're keeping the previous text, you might as well keep the previous logo as well. Yeah, I, I don't think this was necessary. And it's, Just an overall yikes from me, dog. Yeah, like... I think this this new logo could be great on a shirt and that might be what they're trying to push like just merch sales in general. It's a good mm. little logo to put right up on the breast um or like on a hat or something, but I don't know. I think I think this is a significant downgrade in my personal opinion. Like I said, it's a yikes. It's a We're going to see what they we're going to see what they do with it. I mean, I'd like to see what his entire like clothing, like it, all of his merch is streamed. Does he have this up on stream yet? Do we know? Um, like I, the, don't, I don't, I haven't seen his stream. I don't even, I don't even know if he's been live today. I, I saw on Twitter though, that he put out a link 
to his merch store and like i did see a t-shirt with just the the minimal logo on it i mm. think he had like a hat or something whereas like that i feel like could do well but also yikes or should i say <laughs> yikes <laughs> no why did you do that please stop you didn't like that one no okay well uh besides an enjoy um I real, real quick yes. i want to just bring something up very off topic that i saw today that i thought was really interesting and just like dumb like what why are we at this point um there is a new product in japan um that is trying to help people reduce their salt heavy diet because in japan obviously like soy sauce and all like all of the food is just very salt heavy it's very random very random very okay. random and you um so there's a new product and it's electric chopsticks and essentially you wear a little like bracelet that is connected to the chopstick and it will like trick your tongue into thinking that food is saltier than it actually is so you don't have to have all of the sodium and i'm just like why are we to this point why why can you just like not eat that much sodium where you have to have electric chopsticks like really honestly though that sounds like an american kind of thing oh it totally does but like chinese thing but like this japanese uh oh sorry japanese but like this is the solution this is wild absolutely freaking wild uh yeah just super random wanted to bring that up because i thought it was funny i got a little okay i think we have some meat and potatoes gaming stuff to actually talk about kev talk about some meat and potatoes you want to talk about warzone can we talk about warzone we haven't played warzone in a while okay well so we have played it but we haven't talked about it very much and i will say the last couple times that we've played it i have had fun that's what i'm saying i okay i've tried to say this in the last couple of episodes but here's the thing we got to differentiate because it's not warzone we've just been playing rebirth (laughs) that's fair so um well okay there's a warzone update um and i'm just gonna go through kind of the highlights and then let's talk about it because there's a few things that kind of stuck out to me um that i'd be curious to see what your opinion is so let's do it run me through it to start out and i played this already got a little bit of time today to play it um so the loadouts are now spawning faster in caldera but that also applies to rebirth and i noticed the pace of the game uh at least for me and i think there's a little discussion on twitter about uh, like, does this solve the problem of Caldera feeling slow or Rebirth feeling a little bit slower with, you know, the delayed um, first loadout? Um, probably. I'm curious to get your thoughts. What do you from from playing today? Like, what do you think? So, you know, I was just thinking back now to kind of like what what was the problem that they were initially trying to solve, which was like basically like teams getting their first load out killing people and then being able to buy a second one by ghost immediately yep. but i don't if we're paying attention here like they also changed where ghost um now like you have to be you have to be moving um i think for ghost to be active like if you're yeah it prevents sitting in a corner or whatever like camping which is awesome 
Yeah, which is great. And I think that's still like kind of an advantage for like the faster moving teams and things like that. But at the same time, like I just feel like, especially for Caldera, like I I don't still really have any desire to play it right now. Uh, but I think pace of play and actually like wanting to play it, I would play. I mean, also with them, possibly Godzilla and King Kong destroying uh, Peak, which is another rumor. I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. And I'm a little <laughs> terrified because hearing that just like screams Krampus on steroids. <laughs> oh, kind of. I, the only thing awful. is, I just like wonder because the whole the whole flow of that map for Caldera just it just needs a whole rework with. It does the way that they laid out the map. So it does. But one thing that I did notice um, today, I was, I had Twitch up for a little bit while I was getting some work done, and uh, I was watching Teep stream, and he had pointed out that there are now a lot more of the redeploy balloons on Caldera. Um, so there's not just like however many there were, like six or seven on the map. Now there's like yeah. twenty. Okay. They're, they're all over and it really allows you to get around <sighs> even quicker now so do we think that's going to change the pace of play or the dynamic of your rotations or how people are treating the, the circles and all of that like you, because you can move around quicker now are people going to pay as much attention to having to rotate early and all of that Oh yeah, I think it'll affect it. I I just like the only thing I don't love about that is that feels like it just feels like too much almost. Like, are people going to be just like literally like flying around everywhere? And the answer is yes. Like, especially if you're playing that constantly, like you know where all the balloons are. So I'm sure you kill a team and then you immediately hit another balloon and go fight another team, which is great. But at the same time, like. I just don't feel like a lot of people have gone back to Warzone, at least for right now. Like, it's just not really... I mean, you probably look on Twitch right now and, like, your top streaming game is probably not Warzone. I mean, I don't know because I haven't looked, but... Uh, I'll pull it I'm up sure, right now and look. I was going to say, I'm sure you could check, but... Anyway. I mean, um, the, the number one category on Twitch is always just chatting, but looking at this thing right now, let's see. We've got... GTA is wow. I mean, GTA role playing is going to be huge on Twitch all the time. Um, the biggest streamers are playing this, um, so that has a lot to do with it. Uh, like Foosley, Saikuno. I'm just looking at the accounts that I follow. The two of them have like forty five thousand viewers right now GTA. on GTA. Uh, so like that will always carry a large audience. Uh, Valorant's at 150k. Fortnite's at 121,000. Yeah. Uh, Warzone's at 49,000. So like it is for sure falling. Interesting. Off. It's um, up there still, but it's, it's up. Okay. There, but it's falling. I off sound what it was. I sound sad. I sound like negative about it. And I, re- I really, honestly, I think with the updates, like I think, I think this is a step in the right direction. I agree. I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll go over some of the other things so we can talk more about like what are some of the other stuff besides just the free loadout. Yeah. Um. Uh. So they've added, you know, like there's restock. Uh. There's cash drops, heavy weapon drops, fire sale, and resurgence are all now like permanent. Um. They're 
in in the rotation of the game. Um, and then also core health is now 150. Uh, and dead silence is legendary ground ground loot. So I'm gonna start with like the cash drop stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big cash drop, heavy weapon drop, whatever kind of person. I think that stuff's kind of unnecessary. I think in terms of like fire sale, fire sale, restock, and resurgence, like I think that is fun. Like has made the game really fun. But I just, I don't know. I don't know about the cash drops and stuff. I feel like that just like adds too much chaos into the game. I agree with you, but also like the one thing, the armored truck about those i mean i think the armored truck is kind of stupid especially on rebirth like why are you putting an armored truck on rebirth yes um the one thing about the cash drops though is that you don't like you can go to it if you want and there will always be players who go to it because you can use it as a way to regain if you're if like there's one person left you need to revive your team and all that so like strategically there is a place for it but i do agree with you that i'm not necessarily somebody who's going to seek it out and actually try to yeah make that happen i feel like our objective as a team normally ends up being like we'll go to the first drop we try to kill everybody there which is already fun yeah and you know we loot all that get our first load out and then we start hunting so it's not really like we're, we're focused on killing teams rather than like yeah we're, we're more- like a cash drop is a last resort i don't even think I can't think of the last time we've used a cash. I guess it's in Caldera more. I don't think it's even in Rebirth. Uh, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, there's more. Like, we're definitely more of that, like, running gun style, whereas there are a very considerable amount of people who play for the win. Yeah. And if you're playing to win the game, like, 10 times out of 10, and that's what the strategy that you have in your mind, like, yeah, cash drop would be great. You'd. Yeah. Load up on everything that you need and you call it a day. Um, The one interesting thing just from the patch notes that I'm looking at is that the guaranteed events now in the fourth circle, you have a restock in a fire sale, which for late game is awesome because Mm -hmm. all of your boxes are now back and you get a fire sale. You can get your team back for free. They can come down and loot right away. They're not just stuck with a pistol in their hand or whatever they can also, drop on all oh, that kind of like, encur- it encourages people to stay in the game too oh absolutely like, does we play uh matt and i've been playing uh trios just because the pace of just mm, duos get, gets kind of campy so we play trios and we'll just load a random uh but yeah like uh, like half the time if the random dies and like doesn't look like we're gonna get them up immediately they just quit so uh that's good with the fire sale. I like that. Yeah. That whole dynamic of that random third is always an interesting one. It's so hit or miss of like, whether oh, yeah. or not, whether or not anybody's going to stay in. And, and usually more times than not, that person just quits out. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Why? I was like, there, I've, there have been multiple times, well, not multiple. Like I could probably count on one hand the amount of times where I've just loaded in as a solo in like a trio or something. Mm. And you know, I got killed and I just waited it out and I got, Get rezzed. I got rezzed and we ended up winning the game. It's like you, yeah. you never know what's going to happen. Um, so I, I think that's always weird. There's a lot of weird vibes in, in random fills. Weird vibes. Um, but the uh, I like that these two are now guaranteed events in the fourth circle because it really helps with that late game dynamic of. 
you know, things tend to like see that lull in action. It's like early game. It's always hectic because there's so many people on the map and a lot of people are dropping in the same area, at least where we go. Um, and then you have that, you know, that settling in period of, yeah, you know, you're hunting people and depending on where the circle is, there may not be a lot of people in your rotations and all of that. And then that second half of that, like waiting period in the middle, then in that fourth circle kind of opens, opens things back up. And really with the fire show will help to get more people in the actual game. So I think this is a, actually a very good thing for at least the pace of play. Um, so I'm curious to see what the, how this actually plays out and what the overall reaction is going to be. Cause I think it's going to be positive. I feel like um, too, with the, uh, I think it, like I said, like I think overall, like we're taking steps in the right direction for health being 150 now. And also dead silence being legendary ground loot. I will say just from playing a little bit today, that feels right. Like there's, a, there's a lot of those Nova rounds on the ground, which I like, but dead silence was such a problem because it was just it spawned so much that I mean, like getting uh, killed by somebody you can't hear them is just the most infuriating thing in the world the nebula rounds are the new dead silence where they're they drop everywhere yeah um but i'd say i think dead silence is like almost worse to get killed by because it feels like an uncontrollable thing. Like when I'm starting to get shot, I have a little bit of time to react, especially if base health is a little bit higher. You know, yeah, you're not you're not losing a gunfight. You're getting snuck up on and you have no idea that they're coming. Right. Yeah. Just like getting killed from behind. The worst. The worst. Um, the worst. Uh, but anyway, I think I think in general, I think it's positive. I think um, just from playing today, even like was fun. Like I'm like we're playing tonight. Like I'm actually looking forward to it. Like I'm going to get a bourbon and I'm going to sit down and, and try to be a psychopath at COD. And I'm pretty excited <laughs> about it. <laughs> I think they are also, at least they have an opportunity to, um, they have an opportunity to really just play with all of this stuff right now because they're not really worried about, Warzone one, they have Warzone two coming up. So it's like right. You can play around and really experiment with some of these changes, like the health, um, in really anything that they want. It's like let's yeah. throw shit at the wall and see what sticks here and figure out what's gonna work for Warzone two and really make that a really great experience because there's no reason not to actually do that. Oh yeah. Like if Warzone two needs to be a very polished experience. You have to you have to look at a launch like Elden Ring, where you've got a game that is a great experience, and everybody wants to play it. And it's not like a cyberpunk where the game is broken, mm-hmm. and they have fourteen million downloads in the first week. And yeah, nobody it's like a hot launch, and they're like, yeah, we'll just see what bugs the community finds, and we'll, yeah. then we'll fix it. It's like no. Yeah, th- that's not going to fly. And we've proven don't, not to work. We don't want that. So experiment now, have fun with it, see what the community likes and what that feedback is, and take that into Warzone 2 and start that on a high note and get the bulk of your player base back because mm-hmm. you know, the player base is leaving for games like Elden Ring and Apex and no build Fortnite and everything else. Oh, everything. And. 
and it's proven that like people come back to Call of Duty like if they have a good game like Warzone was so incredibly popular like yeah. release it polished and yeah. they will all come back yeah and we haven't yeah. even gotten into the the exact weapon nerfs Patrick mentions that there's a, the sniper got nerfed um good point i mean we didn't even dive into exactly what the different nerfs are and honestly i think that they have been trying to at least make the game feel like you can pick up any weapon and it can compete um yeah. and you're seeing that now with a lot of i definitely feel that oh i agree i pretty much any ar that i've picked up so far has been like okay yeah this this does just fine um, i will say in terms of like like i will <sighs> There's a good and a bad for me in some ways because it's it's almost nice to know what the meta is in a lot of ways just to be able to like pick it up like if you haven't played for a little bit and just being like oh I know to use a kilo like yeah. I know that's gonna be the best gun for me but at the same time like I it, I will say the game just feels so much more balanced right now like it's just that like people are using a variety like I'm using the car and um, an MP40. But like Matt's, I think using an MP7, it's been really good. Uh, the Milano um, been, has been decent. I picked yeah. up a, a bullfrog, and that was really good. Like bullfrog, bullfrog's gotten a lot of hype. The PP Bison even is getting a lot of hype. I think Jay God made a video on that. No, no, the legendary use it. The yeah yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, it feels like a lot of balance right now. It's it's. I'm kind of excited to play it again. So yeah, um, there you you can even just notice like the amount of variety in guns that drop on just the people that you're killing. Of like mm-hmm. you can run past everyone. Think about three or four months ago. It may maybe not even that long. Think about like the when the Bren was the hottest thing in Caldera. Mm-hmm. You could kill somebody, and nine times out of ten, they're they've got a a Bren and an MP40 in their hand. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. running around Rebirth, I mean, you've got Cold War weapons, you have modern warfare weapons, you have your Vanguard weapons. Like there's so much variety. And I think Everything. that is a very good thing for this game. Because yep. at least in my mind, it's so much better and more refreshing to play the game the way that it feels most comfortable for you and not necessarily being a a slave to the meta. And like yeah. having to use the DM going to YouTube, having you to check. use the grout. Yeah. You go check and see what, what the meta is for the week. Yes. I yeah. completely agree. I think Warzone is after this update with, with some of these, you know, just quality of life things, I think it continues to be in a much better place than it was even just a month ago. Um, and they're, they've definitely got an opportunity to get uh, a good amount of their player base back here. Um, well, some of them have left and they've left to a game that we both love so dearly and also happened to receive a patch. So let's talk about that too. Two patches in one day. That's how about it? I'm, I'm happy with that. What game is it, Kev? Oh, you know what game it is already. It's Elden Ring. (laughs) It's Elden Ring. Um, patch 1.04 is the newest one. 1.03 had a lot of changes. Uh, I think the you know, the timeline that they're on, it was probably about, about well, like three weeks ago when 1.03 came out. So mm-hmm. now we'll see. I mean, these are going to continue to come out um, in smaller iterations, but these big patches we'll see probably looking at like every three to four weeks or so. 
um, that they're coming in here with with some updates, but a lot of changes. Um, there are, I think, some good quality of life things that they're just going to continue to to patch. I'm curious to see, like, even just like some of the rune farm locations, how some of that has changed. Mm-hmm. Boss fights will change. Um, there, there's a lot, and and you get to the weapons just in general. There's a huge list of things I've got pull up the patch notes on the Bandai Namco website. And I mean, there is just a laundry list of things that they have changed. I think the the biggest one from a weapon category standpoint is the colossal uh, weapons got a big buff. So the big colossal yeah. swords now don't take as much time to recover from a from an attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can swing them a little bit faster. I think the blocking with those swords has been buffed as well. So uh, a little bit more versatile. Um, there's also a lot of sorcery changes. Um, so some of the maybe not so used or not so, you know, popular sorceries and incantations will now yep. uh, come to come to light here. And there's definitely going to be a lot of changes. I think just thinking about like what exactly is is good. Well, uh, I will say that. um a little sad i'm not a magic boy at all <laughs> i have found some staffs you'll recently get you'll get that um so for me okay i didn't tell you this yet i stumbled upon some like random caves but like the last couple of days i haven't really played a whole lot but yeah. like when i have it's been when i'm just like literally wanting to like veg out and not do anything and i wasn't even like tr- killed godric i wasn't trying to really like go on to the next like main storyline so i literally was just riding around on torrent and just like finding just new areas oh, it's so much <laughs> yeah. fun to do there's so many different areas that you can do that i was so um but i stumbled upon like this this cave and uh <laughs> it's like a crystal cave you've probably been in it maybe oh, yeah. you haven't yeah um all these these crystal boys and they all have like big crystal stabs and can do magic. And um, I am not a magic guy. And I got past like two of just the regular crystal boys and was like, they hurt. Like I had to use two potions already. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. You know, I'll just clear out, I'll clear out, you know, the level and then like, you know, I'll get to whatever the prize kind of is in the cave. You know, little do I know I clear out the whole first level and i have one potion left and i get over to an elevator i'm like oh that does take me up like it takes, to the down. It takes me down <laughs> i'm like oh no <laughs> so i just like run through the second level like i literally don't fight at all i just was trying to like see if i could loot a little bit and like get to the next area and uh i i pissed one of them off and uh it was chasing me and I already had to use my potion and uh, Christian was calling me at the same time. Like he was calling my phone and I see a, I see an elevator. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get to the elevator. It's going to take me back up. And then like, I'll answer his call. And as, as I was answering his call, I didn't realize one of them was chasing me. And I, I got on the elevator and I, I answered. I was like, Hey, and then I was like, ah, <laughs> because the guy had jumped on the elevator going down with oh me God. and stabbed me and killed me because I had no more potions. 
I love that. That's one of the great things about the game is that there are so many different areas that you can explore. And while there are a lot of similarities, like all the catacombs throughout the map have a very similar vibe and feel to them. There's so many different areas that you can just really go and explore, even in areas that you've been in before and you get a new look and feel. And it's, it's just so refreshing to have, so much different variety that you can go into. So um, I love being able to do that and, and really just get that new experience um, where I'm curious, where are you? Cause I know you made the switch from console to PC now that the PC is back up and running. Um, so what, uh, what more progress have you made on the, on your PC account? Well, I killed Godric in like three attempts because I, fought him so many times on yeah, the other had, one you had done it before you know what you know what's going on there the maidenless way by shooting i got him to half health with my summoned the whatever it is the the warrior thing and then my uh spirit got him to half health he does his little dragon deal and he starts spit fire yeah. but i just like went all the way to the back steps and just shot arrows <laughs> until i can and then run to the other side of the map and continue shooting arrows at him uh yeah so i killed him and then i haven't really like done any main quest stuff i've just been like running around and like exploring areas i got a few more maps of the lernia of the lakes mm-hmm. um so i have that area kind of mapped out um i think i'm in the 50s like i think i'm like 52 53 or something like that so level wise i'm not like super high but next thing is like i was gonna figure out how to do that get to that one rune farm with the bird. Yeah. Uh, but they just did this patch and I'm kind of afraid that that's might be gone now. Yeah. I'm curious if it's still there. I'll have to go and, uh, check it and see if it still works for you just to, so you can, that'd be neat. It's if it's even worth putting in that effort of finishing. Yeah. Do bars quest line. So, um, I am right now. I'm kind of in a weird spot because I've got, like three or four different bosses that I could go fight. Um, and I'm kind of like stuck at each one of them. Um, so I, the one that I'm really focusing on right now is the fire giant. And I was fire giant. I was pretty much focusing on using, um, the swarm of flies incantation on him because the bleed is uh, really effective on him. Uh, but I did notice that swarm of flies was actually nerfed today. Yeah. In do you have notes. did you say you had storm of flies yeah i've got it okay. um so storm of flies was nerfed and the adjustment that they made for it was it decreased blood loss buildup on the enemy so the the blood loss buildup was really what i was focusing on with him has now been decreased ah. so i'm really curious to see if that's even a viable option for killing him so i'm gonna have to figure something else out i don't want to like go in and have you i don't i don't want to do any like sort of cheese method i want to beat him like actually beat him so is um, is storm of flies the spirit like good no what it's, is it it's an incantation so it's the one uh, it's um you can just like use it over and over and it, and it um it just costs you fp to use it so really it's a really low damage incantation but it builds pretty much like at least on the fire giant for every two hits um that that or for like every two incantations that actually hit him uh it has blood loss build up so you oh. get a good chunk of blood loss off of him. Mm. Um, and if you're pairing that with the katanas that I'm using, it's like you get a lot of blood loss on him. So mm-hmm. um, 
I'm just stuck on like I, I can pretty much consistently get him into that second phase. Um, I just now like I'll get just because I'm using so many incantations. I have like two health potions and like ten FP potions. Oh, it's like yeah. you, you get hit once by some of the fire, and it's like shit. You're kind of screwed. Um, yeah. So I just need to to get past that, and then I'll have uh, a little bit more of a of a better experience with. Uh, with where I want to go. I think next I, I want to do Melania at some point um, here pretty quickly. And then once I get like the main storyline complete, I'm going to go around and collect all of the different things that I want before new game. Plus um, mm. like I want to get a good amount of the weapons, um, at least some of the ones like I know that I want some of the armor. Um, and then I'll, I'll start a new game plus. And I'm curious to see like how much or how quickly I can get through a new game plus after mm. doing it all once already. You have to fight the bosses again. Yeah. So everything resets beside you keep your weapons, you keep your armor, you keep like your all of your, like your smithing stones and glove warts and all of those. Um you lose all your runes, so you just spend them all um on things that you can keep. And mm. then all of the enemies and bosses reset. So it's essentially just a fresh storyline. Just harder. It, the difficulty just scales up with each new game. Um, mm. So it, it's actually really cool. I think, and we touched on this last week, how it allows you to essentially have like 10 different playthroughs and, and not have it be just like your Elden Lord going back to Limgrave and you're just one shotting everybody. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It's, well. uh, it's fun. Um, all right. We're going to wrap this up though. Lots of lots of new discussions going on this week. Uh, big headlines in the gaming space, and obviously with the patch notes here for both Call of Duty and Elden Ring on the same day uh, means lots of good discussion for us. So uh, thank you to both Matt and Patrick for joining us in chat. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, please make sure to subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening on. Sub to the YouTube channel. Uh, check out uh, the poll that we've got in the description after this is uploaded, and uh, we will see everybody next week in our next episode.